Hi, this is Keisha. Welcome to the Face to Face podcast. So the episode for this week is Mark Taylor's Prophecy, American Pharaoh, which he released in uh, June 20th, uh, 2015. And uh, is it good and, and powerful uh, powerful prophecy and in the prophecy itself Mark Taylor mentions a couple of things he mentions the D-Day speech he mentions uh, a, a song by Rick Pino and that's called the Army of God And he also mentions an article posted on ElijahList.com from Johnny Enlow and the revelation he got from the Triple Crown race. Uh, those things are fairly easy to find. I had linked them in the live um, themse- itself, but I'm not able to link that uh, I haven't fig- quite figured that out. I think I can put it in the description, but the links aren't going to. You're still going to have to find them for yourself. So uh, just highly encourage you to look those things up. It definitely gives a, a a different dimension to Mark Taylor's prophecy, American Pharaoh. Uh, there's also a word that Kim Cool gives after we read the prophecy powerful, powerful word that God gave her about how he is dealing with the stiff-necked people. Now, when we had recorded the live Facebook live video uh, surrounding Mark Taylor's prophecy, American Pharaoh, it was November 18th of 2020, and the official results for the election had not been decided at that point. Um, you know, the word that she was speaking was, it was relevant in that moment because everybody felt as if they were waiting with bated breath. And, but yet the words that she spoke are so relevant to this moment that we're in as the body of Christ, even now. Um, there are still so many things that have no answers as of yet. Uh, we, as the body of Christ, feel that we are in this, we're in this waiting. Um, we're waiting on a Red Sea moment. Uh, Mark Taylor had given a word, he had given a prophetic word that Donald J. Trump would serve two terms as President of the United States, and he is still standing on that, and I stand in agreement with Mark Taylor. There are many unanswered questions at this point. There are things that are still hanging in limbo. Um, there, there's actually a documentary that's, that's being released by Mike Lindell regarding 
voter fraud and all the evidence that has been compiled about voter fraud. And so I stand with Mark Taylor in agreement that this is not over yet. But what Kim says is very relevant about how God is dealing with stiff-necked people. And I pray that her word humbles your heart as much as it has humbled mine. That it gives you strength and courage to press in even harder and to not give up the fight and to not divert your attention to other things. Keep your eyes on the promise that God has made. If you know that you know that you know that God has spoken something to you, don't let go. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel just because man-made predictions. Because we went through the whole thing of, oh, well, you know, we'll see what election day looks like. And once the, once all the votes come in and, oh, then we'll, we'll see what, what the electoral college says and all oh, we'll, we'll see this. Well, you know, oh, well, God, if God is going to do something, it has to be by inauguration day. And no, that's not the way God works. That is God doesn't, God doesn't go by our timetable. He doesn't go by, by man-made timetables. God is God. And when he is ready to do a thing, he has, he takes every realm of possibility into account. We can only see with our puny, narrow gaze, whereas God is looking at a very, very big picture and we have got to trust him. We have got to trust him with a big picture. So with, uh, without any further delay, I'll let you get into listening to the prophecy and the word that, that Kim gives. And I pray that it gives you courage and hope and strength and even brings you to a place of, I found myself repenting, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes we get doubtful and sometimes we don't realize that we're not trusting God. Uh, so may it even bring you to a place of repentance so that the Holy Spirit can rush in and fill you afresh. All right. God bless and talk to you again soon. All right. <clears throat> Okay, so so tonight we're going to be doing Mark Taylor's Second Prophecy, um, American Pharaoh. Uh, this one was released on June 20th of 2015. Um, so we're going to go ahead with that. Um, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to read uh, Second Chronicles. 714 and it says if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray seek my face and turn from their wicked ways 
and I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. You want me to start off and start tonight with reading? Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> so this um, prophetic word is dated for June 20th, 2015. Hello, brothers and sisters in the Lord. I wanted to share something with you. I believe will be an encouragement to the body of Christ, which the Lord led me to do back in 2011. I will keep this short. Prophetic Paul Keith Davis always spoke of how the horse secretariat represented the end time church. Well, while watching the movie Secretariat, I kept hearing, there's another one coming. There's another one coming. I sat down to listen and write what the Lord was saying. I wrote a prophetic word on 72411 called the Great Horse. It's a little lengthy, so I will just give you the main part. What God was saying is that there is another triple crown winner coming, and it would be a sign to the church and this generation that her time to break out is here. He would break records, including secretariat, assigned to the church. It would do things never seen before. American Pharaoh broke secretariat's time in the last turn, quarter mile, a sign that we are in the last turn coming into the home stretch toward the finish line. Does this mean we are in the end times? Yes. Does it mean we are the end? I'm sorry. Does it mean we are at the end of time? No. There is still much to do, much to be done. The end time harvest is just beginning where God will bring one billion souls into his kingdom before he returns. Well, it has happened, the triple crown, and I believe this was a sign for the American church. American Pharaoh. The word Pharaoh means great house, royal palace. He had the number five, which is grace and redemption. The winning time was two minutes and 26 seconds, which I believe is Revelation 2.26. To all who are victorious, who obey me to the very end, to them I will give authority over all the nations. The jockey was from a 12-child family and was the 12th triple crown win. 12 means God's government will be established upon the earth. You will you see a lot of the number 12 in the coming season. Donald Trump. 12th candidate to enter the presidential race. Hmm, more on that another time. Some of the names in American Pharaoh's bloodline. Em Empire Maker, Star of Goshen, Lord at War, Unbridled, Image of Reality, General, Key to the Kingdom. If these aren't prophetic signs, then I don't know what is. There is an article posted on ElijahList.com from Johnny Enlow and the revelation he got from the Triple Crown race. I encourage you to read it. Back in 2013, I was listening to General Eisenhower's D-Day speech and kept sensing something was there. 
I again sat down to write the speech and see what the Lord was saying. I heard him say, I want you to rewrite the speech and address it to my church. So I did just that, but didn't release it as I didn't know the timing. Then it dawned on me that the Triple Crown race was on D-Day, June 6, 2015. As I was reading the speech, I felt now was the time to release it. Below is the speech in PDF format. Feel free to share it as I hope it encourages the body of Christ. After you read it, go to YouTube and search for Rick Pino and his song called The Army of God. It will bless you. Now is the time. Advance. Do not retreat. I like what General Patton said. I don't like paying for the same real estate twice. Blessings, Mark. Um, I am going to, um, they did not have the article or the, the speech in PDF. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach in the comments, um, I'm going to attach the D-Day speech. And I'm going to attach Rick Kino's song that he mentioned. And um, I also felt to attach the article posted on ElijahList.com from Johnny Enlow. I'm going to make sure that those are available on there so that you can look them over and um, see the, the way that this all connects what he was talking about um, where he was talking about the uh, the prophetic connections between the win of American Pharaoh and how American Pharaoh broke Secretariat's time. Um, I would even suggest if you've never seen the movie Secretariat, I would say um, you can find a little time to do that. Uh, go watch that movie. Not only is it an amazing movie, but, um, I mean, Secretariat was absolutely one of God's finest creation. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was an amazing horse, but there, there is definitely always something prophetic in right. beautiful things that God does like that. Right. And the fact that American Pharaoh broke Secretariat's time, I wasn't even aware of that until, um, until we read this prophecy, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's an incredible miracle all in itself. Um, so Kim, if you want to go ahead and and uh, and start us in uh, some prayers surrounding absolutely. what we just read, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, I think I'm gonna read from um, before we start. I'm going to read and I will share um, something today that, you know, we spoke and I was like, I'm not sure if I should share it yet, but I am going to share it. Um, okay. So today was weird. I never have experienced this before, but um, I had like a slight, like warm sensation in my neck and it was like painful, like a burning sensation up my uh, right hand side. And um, I had, a slight earache and all day today and I was putting oils on it and I'm like I don't understand I haven't been out in the cold to get an earache I'm not really quite sure what this is and you had forwarded me um 
a prayer, a gentleman, 15 minutes prayer. Mm-hmm. And I started watching that and listening to that, which was a really good um, a message. And, and all of a sudden, um, I was convicted of um, when he was praying, he was talking about faith. And, and I know it's hard sometimes when we have been waiting for something to, to come to pass and it's taking longer than we thought. Right. And, and so doubt sets in, you think, I don't know, you know, did I hear from the Lord properly? Um, maybe he really wasn't going to do this for me. Um, and so I really felt to repent of, of those feelings that I've had, um, even around this election and things that have been taking place that just that doubt, it just takes a moment to say, oh, I don't know, maybe we really are off base here, you know? Um, but um, so anyways, in doing that, I really felt to, to say, well, you know what, maybe, maybe there's something spiritual behind what I'm feeling here. Lord, is there anything um, that I'm supposed to understand about this sensation in the side of my neck? And I heard the Lord speak to me and he said, stiff neck. And I knew there was scripture around a stiff, stiff necked people. And so it directed me to Exodus. And so um, the setting of this is that obviously at this point, Moses had brought his people out of uh, Pharaoh's control, out of slavery to Pharaoh. They had crossed the Red Sea. God had performed this amazing miracle. And, um, and Moses was up on the mountain with the Lord, hearing from the Lord, and it was taking longer than the people thought. (laughs) And so in this, um, let me see here. So Exodus 32 and verse seven, I'll start there. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, go down because to Moses, go down because your people (laughs) whom you brought up out of Egypt (laughs) have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them Mm -hmm. and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed it and have said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Mm. Now leave me alone so that my anger may not burn against them, that I may destroy them, that I will make you into a great nation. Um, And as the story goes on, obviously we know the end of the God did not destroy them, um, but they definitely, that generation was not allowed to enter the promised land that the Lord had spoke of, that's what the Lord had brought them out of Egypt for. And um, and so, you know, you look at that, and, and, I, and I not too long ago heard a teaching on this part of it, when, you know, you think about people making, you know, here they were, you, you see this amazing miracle, the, the Red Sea parts, and they walk on dry ground. And then Pharaoh's mm-hmm. army follows them in, and swallowed up and destroyed. And you think, wow, if that happened in my life, I don't think I'd ever doubt again, right? Mm. And here they are, not too long later, 
Moses was taking too long on the mountain, and, and we don't know the timing. I, it obviously was a long period of time, long enough that they were able to gather jewelry and inform this calf. And it was shared to me that this originally, this wasn't, a, the calf wasn't made to say, this, you know, I'm rep- this calf is now my God. What it was is saying, look, Moses is gone. Who heard from the Lord? And so we need something to take its place. And so they made an image trying to make it to be in God's image. Mm. So they were trying, you know, in the, in their minds and their right heart, they were trying to do something. They thought, well, if we make this image, but unfortunately we all know that that's an idol and that you just created something that the Lord says, there shall be no other gods before me. Right. And um, how quickly do we do that in our lives? That something's yeah. not coming to pass as quick as we would like it to be. And yeah. we go ahead and do something else because, well, maybe I missed the mark. Maybe I didn't hear the Lord. Um, you know, we get, as we're waiting to hear from him, as we're waiting, we, we grow weary. And, um, and look at where we are right now as a country, you know, and we're so such turmoil right now with still waiting on the outcome, the final outcome of where we stand with our presidential election. And as Christians, regardless of which way this goes, whether this goes to Biden or Trump, we can have our own feelings on which way we think that might be. But regardless of which way that goes, as Christians, are we going to grow weary? Are we going to lose faith? Are we going to lose heart? Are we going to create a graven image? Mm -hmm. Are we going to divert ourselves? Are we going to become these stiff-necked people that God's speaking about here? Stiff-necked. And Mm -hmm. and I shared this with you earlier, some of it. And you had said, you know, looking up stiff-necked is a form of rebellion, right? We're rebelling against what God wants. And and in the end, rebellion is witchcraft. And we don't think of it Mm -hmm. as witchcraft, right? I mean, witchcraft just sounds so much worse. Rebellion sounds better than witchcraft. <laughs> but right, that's what it is. Right. It, God looks at the heart, right? He goes deeper than, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you know, I, I say, yeah, maybe you didn't murder your brother, but in your mind you did. And so it's the same thing. You know, maybe you're not mm-hmm. practicing I, what we would consider witchcraft. But in God's eyes, rebellion of any kind is witchcraft. And so I really feel like God directed yeah. me to that to encourage you know, fellow brothers and sisters to say, hey, don't lose heart, regardless of which way this goes. In the end, God is in mm-hmm. control. And, mm-hmm. and, and don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. Don't think that I am not still God. Don't think that I am taken by surprise by anything. Um, but we do yes. need to be obedient and not look to other things. We need mm-hmm. to, as a prophetic word is given, we still have choices to make, right? We're, we're still... You know, I can choose to go in opposite direction. Um, and I can't imagine to think that a prophecy is going to come forward the exact way God said it was if I do the complete opposite of what he said. In the end, will mm-hmm. that still, you know, will the, the end result end up being that a prophecy is fulfilled? Absolutely. But it may not look anything like what it was intended to look like because of choices that yeah. we and um, right. so I just really feel like God yeah. kind of shared that. And I wanted to, yeah. I felt led to, to share that tonight before we got yeah. into prayer. And and yeah. to say, you know, examine our hearts and say, you know, have we yeah. lost sight? Have we lost heart? Yeah. Are we turning to anger 
instead, you know, we might not be creating a graven image, but are we replacing what trust we had in God with anger, with fear, Mm -hmm. with rebellion, with whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you have anything to say, go ahead and share. Well, I just, I feel like it kind of um, brings it full circle to the entire reason that I had chosen to initiate this, which was the dream that I had had, Mm -hmm. which was basically overall a representation that that I had, that God had given me a warning for Mm -hmm. the church that um, the words, the piercing words that are spoken, um, because you can you can support something and still have the wrong heart mm-hmm. behind what you're supporting. And right. you, you have to, you have to be willing to take a step back and examine. And I would just, I would want to say to anybody that feels like uh, maybe God was convicting you of, of being stiff necked. There's been times where I've felt stiff necked, you know, or felt like I was in rebellion against God and, you know, rebellion is as witchcraft, and, and as a Christian, mm-hmm. we cringe at the word witchcraft, right. but at the same time, we're, we're thinking that if we follow certain formulas and certain prayers, and but we're not examining our hearts, that we don't realize that we've built those golden calves mm-hmm. in our own lives while God was taking too long fulfilling the promise, and I, I really think that that's such a blessed word that you just Mm -hmm. released right now for the body of Christ that as we are waiting for God to fulfill Mm -hmm. his promise that we would not grow weary and you know the Israelites didn't enter God's rest they didn't enter his promised land because of unbelief right so we need to stand our ground and repent of that unbelief repent of those those areas in our life where we're rebelling and just fully give it over to the Lord, fully mm-hmm. surrender to him and allow him to to do what he needs to do in his time and just trust him and trust him and follow along as he lights our path. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That is good. So I just think if we... Yeah. So what I was saying was, um, yeah, I think, you know, close in prayer and really, um, as we pray to really even include um, different images we could replace God with, you know. So, Lord, Lord, I just thank you for how awesome you are. Lord, that you can take something that we are feeling in the physical and relate it to and reveal something in the spiritual. I've never experienced that before in my life. And so I thank you, Lord, that you utilize me today. And um, Lord, we pray, Lord, out of Exodus here, where we hear about your people that mm. turned away, that when they felt you took too long, that you were absent, they turned to other things. And so, Lord, right now we pray, Lord, for anything that could be... Um, an image that we put before you, Lord, whether that be fear, if fear and doubt come in, we we speak against that spirit of fear and um, anger that can, bitterness that can take place when we feel as if something that was spoken doesn't come to pass. 
we, we cast those feelings down. We lay down our right to feel angry and we, mm. and we repent of those feelings, Lord. Yes, Lord. We ask that you increase our faith. Mm. Increase our faith, Father. And just like speaking about horses tonight, Lord God, I pray that you put blinders, Lord, um, that that we we look straight forward. We're not distracted by the things that are going on in the site, the the news, the um, social media, whatever it is, Lord God. Lord, let us not be distracted. Let us have tunnel vision towards you, Lord God. Hmm. Help us yes. to be a people that um, seeks you first. And give yes. us that ability, Lord, that peace, patience, which is also a fruit of the Spirit, Lord, patience to wait upon you mm. for that still, small voice, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for the way that you, you're always speaking and you're always willing to confirm things with us. Lord, I ask that if there is anyone um, who is feeling stirred, if they feel um, uneasy or if they're feeling uh, conflicted, I feel like the, there's there's maybe somebody who's watching this that's feeling conflicted in their heart about um, some issues. And Lord, I just ask that you would give confirmation that you would mm-hmm. you would reveal to them as they ask you for it that there is there is confirmation available in the spirit uh, mm-hmm. that they will they will read certain things in scripture or they'll they'll hear somebody speak in a word or and they'll just know in their heart Lord that it's you talking because yes, Lord, Lord I don't want anybody to just follow after the sound of my voice I don't want anybody to mm-hmm. do something just because. I said it was the way to go. Lord, I want you to be the way and the truth and the light. It is you, Lord, who gives your spirit to each one of us as believers. And, Lord, I just ask for an increase in the spirit that that they also would see things, even the way that Mark Taylor has seen them, that that he he received a word about a horse. Yes. You gave him a prophetic word about a horse, Lord, and, and just the way that you can speak to us through the everyday things around us in the world, in the yes. world, Lord, and, and that you're just always desiring to help us to feel connected to you so that we can draw heaven here on earth. That is that is the, the prayer of our hearts, mm-hmm. Lord. Let it be here on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done in us and through us, Lord Jesus. That as each one of these things that are touching the hearts of people, that that as they come to pass and, and as they they uh, receive them, Lord, that there would just your kingdom would be established in greater, greater, greater and greater measure here on the earth. And that Lord, that that billion soul harvest that, mm. that Mark Taylor speaks of in these prophecies that Lord that would be the hunger and the thirst of our mm-hmm. hearts Lord that we would be disciples yes, so that we can go and make disciples we are not born again to make converts we are born again to make 
disciples. We are to be discipled and make disciples. Lord, that's that's what we desire. We desire to see people come to Jesus Christ and not just be thrown out to the world, but that they would be discipled in spirit and in truth. We would worship you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Because you are worthy. You are so worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And, you know, I just, I feel to, to say, speak directly to, I feel like there is someone who, who maybe is watching now or you're going to watch this in the, in the near future, but if you're feeling conflicted, just know that you are welcome to reach out for conversation. Mm-hmm. You can contact me. You can contact Kim. Um, we are Absolutely. here to have that conversation and to help you to find the answers that you're looking for. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is, is ready and willing and able, and sometimes just being able to talk about those things, um, those kind of things that are unsettled in you with someone else, it can give you the revelation. It can help draw that revelation out for you. So please do not think that this is unsafe territory where we believe something, and if you don't believe right. what we believe, then you know, we're going to attack you. That's not the way that works here. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are releasing the things that we feel led to release, but this is, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. If you want to have conversation, we're going we're gonna to help you to find those spiritual answers. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm in agreement with that. Yeah, yeah. That's so, good. Yeah, so I'm going to link in the comments. I'm going to do the, the, the D-Day speech, that song from Rick Pino, and I'm going to find that Elijah List article, and I'm going to put that in the comments as well. Um, if this is your first time watching with us, I encourage you to um, watch um, a few of the other videos and... Um, if you want to read along with us, you can read out loud and declare it with us. These, uh, these prophecies are available on um, Mark Taylor's website. It's sorgrescue.com. And you can download them in PDF form, print them out, pull them up on your tablet, whatever, and declare them out loud with us. Um, I believe that the more voices that we lift, the greater impact we have for the kingdom of heaven. Amen. 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 Well, thank you. Good? I think so. We're yeah. good. Thank so. you. That was a powerful word. I am so glad you shared it with us. Yeah, so I'm glad I felt released to do that. <laughs> yeah. So. That was awesome. That was awesome. May God, may God bless. Yes. Those who are willing to receive it. Yes. In so, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Yeah. Have well, a we good... love you so much. Yes, everyone. Have a, a blessed evening. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Good night.
you do one tonight? Hello. Hello, hello. Can I can hear you. Very good. I, uh, I'm recording. So trying out those new Bluetooth earbuds. Yeah, I got these things, and it didn't take very long. I didn't even try them yet before I got off the phone with her to ask with you, and they connected and working. Nice. Maybe trying to appreciate my family. Very good. Okay. Well, tonight we're going to be reading Mark Taylor's America, America, which he released on October 7th of 2015. So did you want to go ahead and start us out with that, with that verse? Yeah. So 2 Corinthians 7, 14. Because if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Amen. Okay, so, America, America. Released on 10-7-15 by Mark Taylor. The Spirit of God says, America, America, oh, how I love thee. America, America, oh, how I have chosen thee. For as England was to the D-Day invasion, so shall America be for my end-time harvest. For England was the headquarters, the hub from which the D-Day assault was launched. So shall it be for my America for the end time harvest. For as England had men, women, equipment, food, money, weapons, and supplies of all kinds, which poured in from all over the world, so shall all these things pour into my chosen America. America, I have chosen you as a launching platform for the worldwide assault on the spiritually peoples of the earth. People will say, how are we chosen? It's as if America is frozen. Am I not the God of the universe and all of creation? I have heard the cries of my people that have sought my faith, and I will heal their nation. People will ask, how will I do this? I shall do this in two parts. First, the Spirit of God says, Army of God, out of the darkness, I command you to arise and take your place. For I have given you extra time, mercy, and grace. Go, go, go. Do not slow down. Begin to take and hold your ground, for there is no more time to waste. America will once again be the great light. The enemy will say, Oh, the light, the light, it shines so bright. There is nothing else left to do but take flight. And indeed, they will. The sign will be a mass exodus in the natural 
as the spiritual flee. Second, the Spirit of God says the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper, the presence of the United States is the spiritual gatekeeper. I have chosen this man, Donald Trump, and anointed him as president for such a time as this. Can you not see this? But even in his name, Donald world leader, spiritual connotation faithful. Trump, meaning to get the better of, or to outrank or defeat someone or something often in a highly public way. This man I have chosen will be a faithful world leader and together with my army will defeat all of America's enemies in the spiritual and in the natural. You will see it manifest before your eyes. I will use this man to shut gates, doors, and portals that the past president has opened. He will open gates, doors, and portals this past president has shut. My army shall not be silenced. They will begin to see he is the one I have chosen. They will begin to rally around him and keep him covered in spiritual support. And as you gain ground, they will say, America is not frozen. Seeds, the seeds. Why is no one asking about the seeds? What about all the seeds America has sown since her birth? America has never received her harvest. So I will use President Trump and my army to bring back to America all that he has sown. This will be used for my harvest. America will prosper like never before in her history as a nation. All of the financial seeds you have sown around the world, food, clothing, 90% of my gospel that has gone throughout the earth has come from my chosen America. Her blood has been spilled on foreign soil to free the oppressed so that my gospel could go forward. America, your harvest is here. It shall parallel with your spiritual harvest in the natural, so do not fear. The Spirit of God says, the border, the border, is a 2,000-mile gate that's flowing across with demonic hate. I will use my president to shut this gate and seal it shut. It must be shut. Then I will use him and my army to root out evil structures that are still there, to the point that the government will begin to call on my army. They will prophetically locate these structures so they may be dismantled before any evil can take place. OPEC, OPEC, take a hike. For I am tired of your evil energy fight. When my president takes office, you will shake and quake. You will say America no longer needs us, and that is true. For she will be energy independent for my red, white, and blue. For a sign will be given when prices go low, for a gallon of gas will be one dollar and below. The Spirit of God says, the Supreme Court shall lose three, and my president shall pick new ones directly from my tree. Are you still not convinced that he's my anointed and that he's the one I have appointed? Why can no one figure it out? The news media, the people, and the so-called wise. Why, when he is attacked, do his poll numbers rise? Those who attack him, their numbers go low. 
even to the point of a big fat zero. It's simple to see this man I have appointed, for in my word is your answer. I said, do not touch my anointed, especially my prophets. If you are still not convinced about what my word says, another sign will be given. It will be a warning to all, especially those who will not listen. The Spirit of God says the sign will be, El Capo, El Capo, your evil reign has come to an end. Who do you think you are attacking my anointed? Turn yourself in and repent. I will spare you. If you do not, you and those that follow you will surely die a very public death for the entire world to see. For no one touches my anointed. I, the Lord, am all-seeing and all-knowing God, and I will be the one to disclose your location, the den, the den that you and your vipers hide in. For time is short, and the spirit of death is at your door, and the world will see your dead body and the red shirt you wore. Amen. Um, so many things that this speaks about that has actually already happened. You know, I, I just, for those that, that read this, it's like, this is October of 2015. We're not, this, I mean, this could read as, as, a, um, as news that's already happened. A, a lot mm -hmm. of it in, in regards to Trump being president. And again, at this point, he had not even been elected. It was a year away. Um, and the whole thing about um, the border, speaking about the border and how important it was mm -hmm. to Trump to build, start building that wall and to think that God spoke that before it was ever spoken to the world. Yeah. Um, OPEC, OPEC. The whole energy thing. I mean, we're you know under um, this presidency, we we are independent. Uh, that's why our yeah. gas prices have gone so low. Um, it's, it's it's amazing if you stop and really dissect this particular one with a lot of the things that have already taken place. Now, dollar has our dollar gas hasn't been a dollar yet, um, uh, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Um, right. And then. The whole thing with El Capo, I wasn't aware of this until I had heard this um, in the video of Mark Taylor reading this. And El Capo was arrested during Trump's presidency. He was arrested um, in January of 2016. No, was it January? What did I say? January. January in 2016. And El Capo, for those that aren't aware, um, he was a drug lord. Mm. And he was smuggling drugs. I mean, I guess here from the late 70s, he was into drug smuggling. Yeah. Um, and then there was definitely morality involved with underage children. Um, so, I mean, God was cleaning house. 
And so I think that these, just in this particular prophecy, and you know, those seven or eight things that already took place, it's amazing. Um, right. Another confirmation that, that Mark was definitely hearing from the Lord. People are asking, how do you know that the prophet or a prophecy is really true? And, and we should yeah. not always give the ability to confirm his word. It should line mm-hmm. with his word. It should line with God's character. And especially when things start to come to pass, you know that those are the confirmations. And he's Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, like right before he gives that part of the prophecy, it says, if you are still not convinced about what my word says, another sign will be given. It will be a warning to all, especially those who will not listen. So, you know, to me, that's like, that's like a, that's a harsh like, hey, you better listen up, and if these things have come to pass, you you know, I believe that there's more to the whole Al Capo thing than we probably even know. But I would imagine that there were people who it made them shake and quake mm-hmm. in their boots when it happened, when he went down, um, because it was probably tied to a lot of, um, you know, it's like when you when you pull that one Jenga block out of the mm-hmm. out of the stack, and all of a sudden it starts teetering. You know, so all right, well, well let's uh, let's pray. Well, Father, I thank you so much that you are you are opening our eyes to the things that you had that you had put in the mouths of your prophets and lord that these things were i believe that they were they were kept hidden and they were kept from your people and it's possible lord that you kept them from us for a time such as this. But I also believe that the enemy likes to uh, steal, kill, and destroy. And that he was he was attempting to keep us in the dark because that's what that serpent of old likes to do. He likes to deceive us and keep us from, from knowing the truth. And Lord, I, I truly believe that it is the truth that sets us free. It's when we know the truth. And you, Lord, are the way and the truth and the life. It is not just these things that have come to pass. It is not just these prophetic words that are spoken. This is just obvious signs of your sovereignty. But, Lord, the truth is its all about you. And it's all about your rule and reign in the universe itself, Lord. And I thank you that you are you are working all things together for the good of your people. I thank you for that, Lord. And uh, I just ask that that all these things would be received as you desire them to be received. 
Lord, that if anyone has uh, has been dealing with, as we had talked about last night, with a stiff-necked uh, mentality, Lord, that you would begin dealing with that. Uh, we know that it is your goodness. The word said is the goodness of God that brings us to repentance. So, Lord, I just ask that you would deal with with um, with anyone who is dealing with a stiff-necked attitude or rebellion, um, Lord, that you would show them your goodness and that, that their desire to know more of your goodness would draw them closer and, and keep them asking questions in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I ask that you would, uh, you would continue to... You would continue to keep our hearts soft so that we we will hear you and we will pursue you and that we will grow in greater understanding of the things that you desire us to know, Lord. And it's like that quote that I posted from Abe Lincoln tonight. It's not that I want to be, I want God to agree with me. I want to be in agreement with God. Because he's always right. And there's so many things, Lord, that I'm I'm not right about. And there's so many things that I am mistaken about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep Just me keep humble. Oh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me at all? Oh, no, I can't hear you, but I'm echoing. The, the, it died. I didn't charge it long enough. So I just don't want to echo in anybody's ears as I'm praying. But sometimes an echo is good. Thus say it, thus say it. But, Lord, I just I thank you that you are a righteous God. And just as righteous, and as much as you seek justice, Lord, you're a gentle God. And just tonight in that um, prophecy as we were reading even about El Capo, Lord God, that you said even that you have the ability to still repent. Lord, you are the God with arms wide open. Even when we've done some heinous things, you're still there to receive those that truly repent before you, Lord. And Father, there is no sin it's hard to understand with human hearts and minds because we think of the gravity of what could be done, what, what people have done and, and the evil that people have done. But it says, Lord, that if my people humble themselves and if someone truly comes with a repentant heart and humbles themselves before you, you are quick to forgive. Yes. yes. And so we thank you for that, Lord. It's not just for us to... Um, believers that are trying to follow your word, but this is for everyone, even for the most heinous sinner that we can think of. Lord God, once they repent, they're wiped clean and white as snow. And that's only through your son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Through his blood that was shed, Lord, for his innocent blood that was shed for our sins. And so, Father, in this, we just we thank you that that you adore America as you do. We, um, Lord, we thank you for the heritage that this country has, the heritage of praying people, seeking after you. 
And Lord, we we are we're praying and seeking that this country remains that type of country that serves you as God, you alone. So I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's good. That was an encouraging word, and it was also already confirmed in many cases. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 And so I will, I'll, um, I'm going to post, once you post this, I will link in the information that I found on El Capo. Um, I don't know. I don't think there was anything else that we needed to link in tonight. I don't, I don't think so. So I'll make sure that once you post that, I'll link in the El Capo information. Okay. okay. We look forward to tomorrow. Um, um, actually, tomorrow, tomorrow because, because of worship, yeah. we're not, we're not going to do tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. We're going to wait and pick it up again on Saturday. Okay, that sounds good. No, that sounds good. Okay. okay. Saturday it is. All right. All right. So uh, tonight we're going to be reading Mark Taylor's prophecy titled, Don't Be Deceived, Get in the Fight. And this one was dated October 13th of 2015. Um, first, I'm, I'm going to start out with Second Chronicles 7.14, which says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. The Spirit of God says, Clintons the Clintons, your time has come to an end, for you both are being omitted for the crimes you have committed. Hillary's is no great secret, and they will be her downfall. The bills will be exposed one after the other, and it will be a windfall. For this time, you will not escape prosecution and restitution for the rape and prostitution. You thought no one saw but I, the Lord, see it all, and now this will be your downfall. The Spirit of God says, Beware, beware. The enemy roams about seeking whom he can devour. And this sitting president is doing just that in this hour. He's full of lies and deceit and is very hateful. He spreads division and corruption with every mouthful. Beware when he says, Look over here what the right hand is doing to divert your attention from what the left hand is doing is his intention. This is a setup from this president and his minions, from the hate, the division, and the Hillary Clinton. Why can no one see this? For the signs are clear to see that this president and his minions shall try to retreat. A sign will be he will try and take the guns so that the can't rise up and stop him when he tries to run. He will not succeed, for this is the people's right. 
but make no mistake, it'll be a fight. The Spirit of God says, My army, my army, rise up and take to the fight. I will stop this that has already taken flight. For this is a war over America and not to be taken lightly. You will have to fight. America will shine brightly. Take the fight to the enemy and you will be victorious for all to see. And America will be loved once again, even by some that used to be her enemies. My army continue to war, pray and fight with a shout, and I will remove this president that has become a louse. Then you will see the man I have chosen, Donald Trump, when he takes back my White House. This was 10, 13, 15, so in the middle when it speaks about the sitting president, it's speaking to who was in turn at that point. Right. Not the current president. Right. For those that were listening, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Yeah. Um, so with, with that being said, I'm going to read from Proverbs 26, 24 through 26. Kim has a couple of um, verses that she felt that the Lord put on her heart regarding what we would read tonight. And then we're going to pray before we finish up this broadcast. So Proverbs 26, 24 through 26. Whoever hates disguises himself with his lips and harbors deceit in his heart he speaks graciously, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred be covered with deception, his wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and a stone will come back on him who starts it rolling. A lying tongue hates its victims, and a flattering mouth works ruin. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. And then Proverbs 16, 12. Mockers resent correction, so they avoid the wise. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, I ask in... In this time of heaviness and reading these heavy words of, of this particular prophecy that was given to Mark Taylor, Lord, I see in agreement with what I know to be true about you. You are a merciful and a gracious God. That you desire that none should perish. That is the will of the Father. So we stand in agreement with the heavens that even as these words of judgment and, and harshness um, are spoken, 
God, you are always using things like this for the good of those you love, and you love everyone. You love them all. We stand in agreement with the heavens that there would be repentance and mercy and grace. God, we know that you're a God of justice, but you are a God who loves his children. We thank you. We thank you for the way that you are always extending your hand and extending mercy even to those who have done heinous things. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter their crimes. You love them, Lord. We stand in agreement with your with your love and your mercy. Lord, we know that you correct those that you love. Your word says that. Your word says that you correct and you rebuke those that you love. So these corrective words that you have speaking, spoken through Mark Taylor, and I feel like you're, you're downloading this in my spirit right now, which is, I'm so thankful for that, that you rebuke those you love. And you desire to... To bring those who are in these positions of power and authority, you desire to bring them to a place of repentance, 
and your heart breaks for the, the deceptions that took them further and further away from your love. So, Lord, I pray that you would break our hearts for what breaks yours. I pray that you would show us this isn't about the good guys against the bad guys. This is about a father who desires to restore his kingdom, and his kingdom is his family, and that you never stop fighting for us, and you never stop reaching for us. So, Lord, I, I ask that you would get us in alignment as a body of believers, that this isn't about, you know, Republicans against Democrats and the bad guys against the good guys. This is about us speaking your truth in your word and um, getting in alignment with who you really are. And I thank you for that revelation that you give to us about your heart as a father, first and foremost, and that Jesus came as a savior and his mercy is extended to all that would believe. Amen. Amen. And that is, that is the truth. No matter what you've done, no matter who you are, no matter how much corruption you have ever been involved in, no matter the mistakes that you've made, it doesn't matter. The blood of Christ covers it all. And if, if a person receives the love of Jesus Christ, accepts him into their life, and repents of what they've done, they're forgiven. And I really, I really feel like the Lord is just like, really like branded that on my, on my spirit right now. Like, just remember that just because somebody's done something wrong, it there are no, like, small sins, medium-sized sins, and big sins. It's all sin. So, if you lied to somebody, or you stole something, or, you know, up to the most corrupt thing that you could think of, okay, it's all sin. And we need Jesus because it's those things that separate us from God. And so even these, these politicians or um, world leaders or whatever, no matter what they've done, no matter what they're doing, it's up to us to preach the gospel at all times. It's up to us to, pre to preach the gospel and let people know that no matter what they've done, no matter what they get caught or exposed doing, the love of Jesus Christ covers their sin. He died for them too. Jesus died for the very the very people who sent him to the cross. Okay, most corrupt of corrupt, and those those Pharisees that sent him to the cross. So forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. As he hung there dying, he said, "Forgive them, Father." for they know not what they do. And he asks that we also would extend that same grace. Even though we're, we would 
we're speaking these things out or saying, you know, we see corruption. It's not a ha-ha kind of a thing. It is that we have to do this from a place of humility and with a broken heart. Because it breaks God's heart. I think a lot, um, a lot of times it is coming from a place of you, you know, um, yeah. because we get so, I mean, there's, there's something that happens when something isn't just. Yeah. God created us in his image and he's a just, righteous God. So we desire that. Mm-hmm. Part of our nature is we want justice. Something's wrong. We want justice. But. In that, to know the difference of, okay, I want justice, but I've got to do it in the right heart moment. And coming at it, roaring and raging with my mouth is um, not going to, in the end, get the same, it's not going to generate fruit that I want to see. Right. You know, and so it's knowing that difference. Um, It's knowing the difference, I mean. When we're warring and raging, it should be in the spirit, in prayer, mm-hmm. and um, in person with someone. We should be as if, you know, how would Jesus interact? What would it, how would he have responded in person? Right. You know, look back to the, um, the woman at the well, and when they were standing around and wanting to point fingers, and Jesus, Jesus, you know, he didn't sit there. He could have. He could have gone off on every one of them and said, well, you've done this, you did this, you did this. He didn't, because he is a, a gentle God, he didn't cast out their sin. I mean, who knows what he wrote in the sand, but he didn't speak that. Right. Okay, whoever was, is without sin cast the first stone. He brought exactly. a reality to it. Exactly, and, and they all walked away. Yeah. And and wouldn't God that say... greater than... Us. You know, just the little um, war of words that we get into with people mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it all boils down to this this same thing every time. The greatest effect that we're going to have for the kingdom of heaven and for God's righteousness here on earth is to reveal the love of God in all things and even in justice. You can you can desire justice against the the things that we see that are going wrong in the world. You can desire that justice and still have that loving compassion and hope that those who are committing the injustices will come to their senses and repent. We we should always desire the person, even the people who are doing the wrong things and that they're blind would come to repent and, and would desire um, to turn away from from the, the things that they're doing. So, you know, I'm, well, that, that, was, that was really good. That was good mm-hmm. that, that God um, revealed his heart in that just, just a moment ago. So I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I think I, I did. Me. <laughs> you know, I need to get so wanting justice and wanting what is right and mm-hmm. um, that our emotions and our tempers can flare. Yeah. And you know, puff up and there 
there's no good that comes with that. Yeah, I think there's a difference. There is a, a fine line between righteous indignation and arrogance. You know, and we kind of touched on that a little bit last night when we were talking about when we take out our measuring stick, you know, here's, here's my little measuring stick and I'm going to hold it up against that person and say, oh, well, you don't measure up to what I expect. So therefore you're this, this, and this. And, and God's like, hmm, well, your measuring stick and my measuring stick are two different things. And Hey, you want, do you really want to know what I think about all this? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I, I really feel like he just kind of humbled me in that moment and um, showed me what he thought. And he really, truly does have compassion and love um, for for everyone, no matter no matter what they've done, no matter what they're doing. He just he desires reconciliation. That is that is like his his single obsession is reconciliation. He is, he is completely and totally obsessed as father. Yeah, with I mean, if you think about it, you know, this analogy just came to my mind. If you think of, um, you know, worst case, murder, you know, someone's on trial for murder, and you've got two mm -hmm. sides of the court. You've got the, the side, the victim's family, right? And then you, mm -hmm. you have the one that has done the crime, that the, their side of the family. And if you, you see both sides, but that person, whoever it is, is still someone's child. And if you think about that crime, it doesn't make, just because it's my kid, doesn't mean that the crime isn't great. But it's your kid. And you have compassion. You say, Lord, you know, especially if they're, they're repentant of what they've done. And they're sorry. You just yeah. want forgiveness for them, right? That's your child. And so as much as the world may hate them, that's your child. Well, then yeah. God sees the worst of the worst. He's like, yes, you're mad, but that's my kid. That's my child. Yeah. You know, if we can see that, you know, it's hard when we're on the other side. You did wrong. But if we could put ourselves in the position of that parent, of mm -hmm. that person who was the offender, mm -hmm. um, well, that's God. He's the parent of all. And so, right. you know, it's just to see both sides. I think that's something that I've always been sensitive to. I'm, I'm by no means perfect. But I've always been sensitive to be able to see both sides. And my heart's like, I'm, I'm pumped for this. But I, I see this, you know. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> and um, all the, that is someone's mother, father, daughter. Child. That's someone's loved one. Mm -hmm. And as much as we see whatever is wrong, that's still someone's loved one. And, and just to think that, well, that's God's child. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that could help us in that is to kind of step out and say, okay, mm. you know, with some compassion. Well, and it definitely. Righteousness and, and justice, but with more compassion involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there are times in my own life where I can look back and, and I can see where I was lacking in that compassion. And, you know, and 
And I feel that it's important that we come before the Lord with a heart of repentance. You know, like he just, he pierced my heart while we were praying and he revealed something to me. And, you know, in that revelation, I get the choice to then say, I would rather have got that revelation that God wants to give me. I desire to now walk in greater compassion and greater mercy because it does, it does say in the Bible, in the I know it's in the book of James, uh, maybe in chapter 1, that mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy triumphs over judgment. That we can, we can try it, you know, that whole measure and stick thing. That if we would choose to have mercy for someone, that that actually triumphs over judgment. That God delights in showing mercy mm-hmm. and that if we choose to if we choose to be in a position of mercy for other people regardless of what they do ultimately choose I I believe that we open we you know I, I think it goes it stems back to even the, the prophecy that we were I think we had read last where, where it said you know God's going to open portals that have been closed I believe that when we extend love and mercy toward people that we don't necessarily agree with or even that we know are doing things that are heinous, we don't have to like what they're doing. We don't have to agree with it. But if we choose to say, God, I know your heart for this person, and and so I'm going to choose not to place judgments and condemnations on people. I'm going to choose to let you the judge and the jury in this and I'm going to pray your will into this situation I believe you actually open up portals for the kingdom of God to make contact with with earth you know amen I like where that went absolutely absolutely I kind of feel like we stepped out a little bit with, with that one. We were bold. We were bold, and we were well met. We were well, we were well met tonight. Well, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll be back on tomorrow evening at 8.30 to read the next prophecy and to pray. And we love you all. And you have a blessed rest of the evening. All right, but.